This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. I refuse to be one of those people who are so dissatisfied with their life, especially their work. I refuse to be one of those people who are just going to complain about how things are messed up, how things are broken, and, you know, I refuse to get off on, you know, doom porn and talking about how bad things are and how bad things are getting, bad, bad, negative, negative, negative. And yet, you know, I just, I've been encountering people lately that this is their jam. Like, they're all about the negativity, how messed up things are. I was talking with a a colleague recently, and they shared with me, it made me really sad, they shared with me that some of the paperwork and the things that are going on right now in their particular area of public education is really stealing the joy from from a job that they used to genuinely love these little things are coming in they're 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 eating away at their joy and they confided in me that they're not really sure how much longer they're going to you know stay in their particular position because of this and i applaud that i applaud both the introspection and the time that it takes to figure out your own emotions and how you feel about something because not everybody does that but i also respect the point of view that you know if it gets to a certain point where you're you're truly just i don't even think it has to be miserable but where your joy is really being taken from you is being stolen from you, then I think it's time to make a change. And so a simple challenge for you today on the podcast, because I'm really tired and my voice is kind of shaky and gravelly and I've got allergies going on. But a simple question for you today, okay? Do you have areas of your life where your joy is being greatly diminished? And can you change? No, strike that. How can you change those areas of your life? I have other colleagues um, in the teaching profession who I can tell really just like complaining. Now, they often have valid points, valid criticisms. They're correct, or I, at least I agree with them in, in many of their claims. Um, you know, regarding the the structure of public education and what teachers are asked to do and and you know our level of compensation and our and how we're valued and how we're treated. You know, these are valid criticisms. But ultimately, with a lot of these folks, I get the impression that they're just going to be teachers the rest of their lives and they're going to retire, you know, as soon as they can but they're not leaving the teaching profession. So all of this wallowing in how awful things are accomplishes absolutely nothing because they're planning on staying anyway. So they might as well just accept that, well, this comes with the job, this is what I chose, and get over it. But I know so many teachers, really, I shocking how many are negative and they speak 
you know, of, of their experience in education so negatively. And you think, gee, if your experience is really that bad, why not get out? Why not find a way out? And you hear a lot of this kind of talk too. Well, I tell you what, if they do X, Y, or Z next year, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. And then guess what? The administration does X, Y, or Z, or maybe all of them, and they're still there. <clears throat> it, was, it was just all talk. And so they remain in the profession, and they're miserable, and they make themselves more miserable by talking about how miserable they are and reliving it and rehashing it over and over and over again, but there's no willingness to actually do anything about it. So like, here's my deal, okay? Um... I've had my fair share of miserable experiences as a teacher, okay? Um, I am working on other projects so that I do not have to support my family exclusively through my work as a public high school educator. So those are things that I'm doing. But at the same time, I really, I do my absolute best not to spend very much time at all dwelling on the aspects of the job that I don't enjoy, but instead I think, well, while I'm here, and I don't plan to be in public education forever, while I'm here, what can I do to make it better? How can I leave a positive mark or have a positive impact uh, on the teaching profession in my short time here? And, you know, what can I do to take care of my family and to take care of myself? But, you know, I just don't, want to be one of those complainers who ultimately is really never going to do anything about it. Like, you know, they get fed up every other day, you know, some of these folks. And it's not just teachers, by the way. I mean, you have so many people who, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're like, I'm going to quit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find another job. I'm out of here. And then Friday rolls around, they're like, well, you know, it's not that bad. It's the weekend now. <laughs> and they forget all about it until Sunday night rolls back around. They're like, oh, gotta go to work again. Oh, I hate my boss. I hate my job. Oh, Ted in accounting. Have you met Ted? <laughs> like, it's so, this is so common that it's like, it's like a cliche. It's like a shtick character. This person who, you know, says they're going to quit every single week and then they never do because it's like it's good enough or they're resigned to it or they just don't have the will, desire, motivation, determination. I don't know what it is, but I really hope that that's not you because it's not me. And if it ever becomes me, then you have my permission to confront me about that and to say that, hey, this is the person you become. But I don't think I ever will become that person because I've always had this sort of industrious um, nature about me. And when it comes to work, I've always felt like, well, I can do a different job. I can learn a new skill so that I can get a different job or do a different type of work. And I think you should have that attitude as well. Because again, I'm just going to pull from the example of teachers. I know that there are certain individuals who view themselves as teachers and they think this is all I can do. No, it's not. Right. First of all, public education is just one aspect of teaching. You could go and teach at a private school 
oh, not a private school. I mean, you talk to most public educators and they're like, oh, not those, you know, forsaken private schools. Listen, if you take a little bit of a pay cut, but you're happier, you have smaller class sizes, you get to give more individualized attention to your students, you have better working conditions all around, might that not be worth taking a 20 or even $30,000 a year pay cut? I submit that it certainly might be, you know, in some cases. And what if you need to make that money up? <clears throat> My voice is about to go out, I can tell. You know, um, so I'm going to get off of here soon. But if you need to make that money up, then what are some other things that you can do in order to supplement that income that you're missing? My point here is that most people have way more options than they believe that they do. And they pigeonhole themselves and they put themselves into this little box and they say, well, this is who I am. I am an accountant. I am a teacher. You know, I am a land surveyor, whatever the case may be. But you're so much more than that and you're so much more capable. So please, don't be one of these people who is just going to complain and complain and complain and is not going to see the amazing amount of opportunity that is all around us, especially thanks to the internet, where you can be connected to anybody globally, you can be self-employed, you can you know, create content, you can do things online to supplement your income or get a whole new internet career going if that's really something that you desire. And so... Uh, I hope that this podcast has been challenging to you. As always, this episode is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will subscribe if you have enjoyed the content, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow, assuming that I have a voice to do so.